deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean... You do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. Plus, legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips which was a lot then you'd roll the oh, barrel up so to fun. up the hill and then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down and we've also had an amazing guest like mike the miz jason isbell carrie brownstein and corin tucker of slater kinney and many more and you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like change.dork <laughs> change.dork and congratulations you played yourself Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with, what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season, I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in Season 3? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. And the all-new Beauty Translated love line at 678-561-2785. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye! Bye! 
Welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast Season 2. If you're just joining us as a new listener, welcome aboard. If you are an old bestie, thank you so much. I, um, I'm i here with Andrew, my former roommate, now my building mate. Uh, <laughs> Noah is our producer. She is in Arizona. We do this show out of St. Louis in my apartment, and it's a joy. And we are so appreciative of all of our listeners and um a couple things. I saw a couple besties this weekend. I just want to say that I was walking in downtown Chicago with my parents after dinner on Saturday night, and all I hear out of a car is, bestie! <laughs> and I turn around, and it was a bestie waving out the window, um, which if you ever see me with my parents, please come up and talk to me because the reason I do this is so that my parents can think that I'm cool <laughs> and love. Like It's all because you want your parents. Uh, what kind of car was it? I, you know I'm car blind. Oh yeah, you are car blind. I don't know. It was not a they didn't <laughs> what peel color was off. It? They, I just go, don't be care and then they, they peeled off. Yeah, they peeled and off. Listening yeah. to come my lady, come come my lady, and like bumping the bass. Um Can I be honest? and then I also oh, sorry, had another sorry. bestie yeah. encounter. I was at Starbucks around the block from our apartment, the one I go to like every day. I was with my parents on Friday and a girl and her boyfriend who was either mute or just didn't care to talk. Um ran over and was like didn't run over but she was like hi i'm sorry every besties are so sweet they're always and by the way we call our our fans besties because it's like so lame that it's funny and it also is like you guys are our best friends because we talk like we do to our best friends on here like i don't even like people who aren't like i don't like my family to listen to this because it feels like a chat with my best friends and you wouldn't talk the same way to your girlfriends as you would your family even though my mom does listen so i gotta watch myself but um a bestie came up and and said hi and she was like i was driving past and i you know I, she was visiting from a different part of st louis and she was like and i said to my boyfriend or husband or whoever it was he didn't talk but he was so cute just like a, a shopping husband like holding her purse just like oh she gotta go talk to nikki laser and um she was like and i've heard this a lot they go i saw starbucks and I was also like, what if I saw Nikki Glazer? Like when people driving around St. Louis, they say that. We've heard that before with fans being like, what if we saw Nikki and Andrew? And then there they are. Yeah. And so it was uh, really cute. And I loved, please come up to me whenever, parents or not. I loved it. It was so fun. I did feel like the one in St. Louis was like, beautiful or not, but it felt like she was so cute and adorable that she could have stalked us. Oh, you mean the one that stopped us a few? Like it's going to be on. In I believe it's going to be on uh, Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer, which is coming out May first. I really am dependent on all of you besties watching the premiere on May first on E. I know that that's like I don't even know how to get E. How do I figure it out? Go to your friend's house, tweet about it, do whatever you can because you know cable is kind of you know, struggling and it's really important to like have, they're going to decide whether or not we get a second season based on how the first few episodes perform. And I just want to say like, if you, um, if you get the word out and watch that premiere episode, it's going to be two episodes back to back, actually episode one and two, which I haven't even seen two, dying to, um, of welcome home, Nikki Glazer question mark on May 1st, <laughs> Sunday, May 1st. Um, I would really, really appreciate it. We're going to talk about it a lot coming up, but that girl appeared on the show and she was so sweet. Yeah. It's just like, 
Yeah, it I seemed mean, like a plant yeah, because she was felt, like crying and shaking and adorable. Yeah, it was. Um, she could have stabbed one of us, and we we're like, <laughs> she could have slapped the shit at me. <laughs> Let's talk. Chalk about it up. It. Um, now I want to just ask, how did you all? How did we all come to find out about what happened? Were you watching it live? What was going on? <laughs> I want to say that I had given up on the Oscars. I, you know, the, I realized I only watched the Oscars for the comedy. I want to see. I don't really care about and the speeches of someone giving a crazy speech, but really it's about, especially this time, watching Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. But Wanda, they kind of gave this weird, like, did you see that bit? Oh, Wanda they gave her Sykes like a, bit you didn't like? I didn't like the... Oh, well, I didn't like the Regina, but she's yeah. not a comedian. I know. Um, what is her last name Hall? Regina Hall? I don't want to fuck mm -hmm. that up. In it's not Regina George. In fairness, she didn't even say her own name. I don't think. Um, yeah, so Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes hosted, and I was obviously very excited to see Amy host because she's just the fucking funniest, and I knew she was going to kind of gervais it and, like, really go all out, and she did. She she killed. She had so many great lines. Um, I really loved, even though that joke has been made a million times about Leo having young girlfriends, I loved that. Just such a funny joke that he's leaving the world a better place, you know, fighting climate change for his girlfriends. Yeah. And then also... Um, <laughs> There finally, there was a movie made about the Williams sisters' dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that great, was great. I she do had so many. I like a, a joke, even if it is said a lot on that big of a stage, yes. because that's that's Leo's land. Like the Oscars, yep. that's Leo's world. You don't come you know into what? Leo's world and take down Leo. Yeah, you're yeah. so right. Yeah. And I, I I wondered if he was even there because I think he was, I mean, his movie was up, but I don't think he was up for best actor. I think he was driving around a movie theater in his car trying to pick up women. Ugh, he, I think um, according so, to uh, yes. Just Jared, like the gossip sites, I think he just went to the after party. Okay, that makes sense. Um, you know, any mention is good, so he can roll his eyes all he wants at that and celebrities can go, oh, I don't want to be the butt of jokes. But it bad press is good press. If someone's joking about you, it's good. When I would go to the roast and a, a comic would get up there or a celebrity would get up there and awesome. just totally skip me, it was a terrible feeling yeah. as opposed to just saying something awful about me. Having Alec Baldwin say, I don't, uh, Nikki Glazer's here. I don't even know what a Nikki Glazer is. Like that was, that's so, even though it's acknowledging that I'm a nobody, it was, it's great to have him say yeah. my name. Yeah. Um, so I just want to say before we get started on the, the Chris Rock stuff that I, I tuned in for Amy. She fucking killed it. And then Wanda Sykes, they gave some kind of like bit where she was going through a museum and it was really just not great. And obviously Wanda is one of the funniest people ever. So it was just like a missed opportunity with her. But then Regina Hall had a bit where she came out and they set it up in the beginning where Amy was like, I'm yeah. something like, I forget what they were saying. I'm excited to be here. Wanda was like, I'm surprised that I got asked. And Regina is like, and I'm single. So yeah. they set it up. She's single, which I thought was, I thought the joke was weird. And then I saw, oh, this is paying off later. We're setting her up a single. She's looking for a guy. And then she says, you know, not everyone got COVID tested. We need to do some swabbing backstage. And she calls up all like the single handsome actors. And she even made a joke about Will Smith at that point being like, uh, what's the deal with you guys? Is is I thought that was hilarious yeah. to even reference his open marriage, which we all know about, but no one really talks about. And then, but I just thought that whole bit was just, I was shocked that anyone let that happen. You know when like someone, a celebrity does blackface and you go, how did someone not stop you yeah, from doing this? How many layers this? did that go through? How did yeah. you, did, did this pass through every, 
you know, and I'm not comparing the two. Stop with the things of like, you think blackface is the same as Regina Hall doing? Like, no, I'm just saying. Oh, you don't. How, okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be so hilarious if I was like, I think they're exactly they're the exactly same. They're exactly the same. What do you 9-11 and Chris Rock getting punched in the face <laughs> is the same. I don't know why anyone would argue that's just totally not. So. Well, if he got hit twice. Did you see the bit? Did you see the Regina Hall bit? Yeah, you did. That's when I stopped watching Oscar. Yeah, I, it made me I so. Like I watched the, it through my fingers after yeah. after I realized what the premise was, and I was just like, oh. And then saying that she was going to swab them with her tongue, saying that she wanted made a joke about one guy. I know you're legal. Yeah, the euphoria joke. He wasn't even there. Jacob Ellard. He was backstage. He was about yeah. to give a award. Okay. And then also, um the part about them getting naked her filming some stuff with them filming them against like their will like it was all like a trick it was like uh that porn you watch or i watch mostly where <laughs> it's like doctors like take advantage of these unknowing women i mean i watch stuff that's scripted and obviously this was scripted but then she felt up the people walking out the two um i forget it was probably like jason momoa and someone else she after she said okay here they're i didn't even get to present. that part so i she, turned it off they come out i even i know wasn't how, it so uncomfortable that's how like weird it was and the guys couldn't talk so they're just standing there they oh, were so awkward it was so awkward and they were laughing but it was yeah. like so weird and then the audience shots people were like what is going like, i when i thought end? i was going to go on twitter and see everyone being like that was terrible everyone loved it so much and it's because i'm sorry if amy would have done that bit she would have been pilloried for it like she would have been it would have been like that's so cringe why is she like we get it you're single it's gross she's sexual like yeah. but for some reason it was adorable when regina did i just don't understand why it was celebrated even jesse fox who is a guy who does a podcast called good one he's a he is a writer for he does a podcast called the good one. He's like pretty much a comedy mm -hmm. connoisseur writer and he's very well respected. He has great taste in comedy. I love reading his stuff. I've done a lot of like, you know, interviews with him and, and, um, he wrote like, that was just amazing. And I just go, what am I missing? And he said to, to do a bit that's awkward and to have that much, like he had a good point. She did a good performance. The bit was stupid though. And I just want to say that, I couldn't get past the double standard of like if a, if a man was doing this, how gross this would be to say he was going to swab yeah. someone's these young girls that he just checked if they're legal with his tongue. Yeah, the fetish. And I hate this yeah. double standard thing. Yeah. I hate that argument. And I just want to say if I'm, I it's not that I'm saying Regina Hall shouldn't have been able to make that joke. I'm just saying that a, a guy should be able to make that joke, too, because it is comedy and it's just a joke. So I'm not saying I'm offended. I am offended because I can't believe that men aren't allowed to do that if women are allowed to make those jokes. We need to be, and I understand that men are stronger and like have an advantage, but so many men have been victimized by women, both in, you know, sexual harassment, touching uh, men inappropriately, especially comics who women after at meet and greets, all my male comic friends get felt up all the time by women. And of course they're stronger than women. And so they can push them off. It's a different kind of vibe than women with men, uh, you know, annoying them. But I do know that it's actually, it's less acceptable to complain about. So these guys have to stay with the secret and they have to, you know, young boys that get preyed upon by their school teachers. They, they, they get like, oh, you know, he died of high-fiving everyone. That was Zach Galifianakis' joke. Did you hear about the kid who slept with his, yeah. his teacher? He died of high-fiving too hard. And so it's like, 
a lot of guys, it's the same as the penis thing of like small penises get made fun of and we all let it slide because no one who's having their small penis made fun of is going to go, hey, I have a small penis. And we all think, laugh and joke about male sexual har- sexual harassment towards males by women because, oh, they can fend it off. But any guy that was like, hey, I was actually raped by a woman. I don't like that. No guy's going to say that, first of all, because it's just, oh, you know, uncomfortable to admit that thing and they shouldn't have to. But do you know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, stay quiet. Get, and so we keep doing it. If you get harassed as a teenager and you have a if you have a big dick, it's fine. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And that was my point. So let's move on <laughs> to the thing everyone's talking about. I was in bed because I had already given up. Right. I gave up. Um, I get I'm on Reddit. I'm looking at you know, videos of warts being scraped down. And I get a text from Chris, my boyfriend, and uh, Jen, my assistant, and one other person that just said, um, I just want to read the text that I got from Chris. Um, I read on Twitter something like, was that real? Was that punch real? And then I go, what the fuck happened? Wait, I texted you guys that. Yes. Oh, and then you texted that right yeah. after I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "What was real?" Okay, so I got what what WTF just happened with Will Smith. Um, Chris sent me a bunch of voice memos. He goes, "Turn it on now." I know that because I already told him. I'm like, "I'm in bed. I gave up." And he goes, "Get out of bed. It's worth it." And he goes, "Go to Twitter and tweet." It looks like Chris Rock is going to have to move in with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Just tweet it. Just trust me. And because he, <laughs> I have a bigger audience, and I was like okay this is the ultimate trust and so i tweeted it it everyone ended up making that joke but i was one of the first because chris told me to do it and um and then i was like okay and i climb out of bed and i turn back on the tv and i go back and watch it and my i mean everyone was saying punch someone on twitter did say why did that slap sound like punch because it was more than a slap i mean he lifted it was like a pimp slap he it showed that he spent time as Muhammad Ali. That's what it showed me. Right. It showed me that he is a method actor and he has not forgot how to throw a right hand. Um, he hit him in a way that like, it was almost more demoralizing to get slapped. It's almost when like someone spits well, on there's you. There's the word bitch b- b- yes. in front of slap where there isn't a bitch punch. Dude, when he walked up and Chris Rock was still laughing. Well, you, see, you see Chris see him. That was an interesting part to me where you go from thinking probably, things are fine to like, yeah. oh God to getting defensive. Noah, why did you think it was fake? Or did you? A lot of people still think it's fake I for th- some reason. It's insane. So I just like watched it in slow motion on Twitter mm. and Chris Rock's legs barely moved. It was only right. his upper body that went off to the side. <laughs> it was, it, but, the stills of it are insane. Yes, but w- when I kept watching it slowly, I it did look like maybe like spit came out of Chris Rock's mouth. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well that is real. And his, his cheek kind of rippled yes his demeanor so. changed a lot oh like, so you thought it was fake because frozen. he didn't it, it was such a hard slap that you would think it would land him on his ass almost or at least he'd step back yeah it would like definitely like like rock him off the like right position that he was in and he kind of like stayed stationary you know hollywood makes some bad choices where you go how did the, anyone think this was going to be funny that to me though you it just it didn't seem fit. It, it, there was no way I could make it into it was fake. And also the muting of the TV after it happened, which I saw, I get it. You saw it on Twitter. So you thought it might have been a, a stunt. The muting afterwards, 
And then when you saw what he really said, get your get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, get your keep wife's, my wife. Keep, yeah. keep my wife's name out of your uh, my fucking mouth. Um, it was absolutely not fake. And yeah, he. Uh... It would be funny if Logan Paul was behind all this for the slap championships that you almost hosted. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Maybe I never that's what followed this... up on that. Fuck. They <laughs> no, asked it me already to... happened. It did? Yeah. Hilarious. Who hosted Nikki, it? Uh, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Logan Paul. And then I and forget. It could have been Nikki Glazer, <laughs> but Nikki I never Glazer. wrote DaVinci back. DaVinci from <laughs> FBoy Island is Logan Paul's manager. And he wrote me, he was like, I think you would be great at this. DaVinci, don't forget me for other things, but I'm. I... It might be bigger what? than ever now. Sometimes I like forget huge things. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like, when I get asked to do things, I have to say that I did, um, I met Francis Ford Coppola on uh, Thursday and, like, held his hand, talked to him for about uh, 30 minutes, auditioned with him for another 30 minutes. He signed a wine bottle for my parents to EJ and Julie. He wrote, it, signed a book for me. I spent so much time with him on Thursday. Um, I forgot about that. I even, it was funny because after the slap, he was on, he was one of the next presenters or like doing the Godfather thing. He's up on stage and I was just like, oh my God, I just was with that person. But I was just like going through Twitter. Like I forgot. And then the weirdest thing that I just want to say before we get, we're going to get into the Chris Rock thing and top one, bottom one in our segment. Do you ever have this? It's the first time it's happened to me where something is so exciting. You black out and you forget that it happened and you just, it's almost like in a dream. You know, when you wake mm -hmm. up from a dream where you're like hooking up with your dream person or you have your dream job or you went flying and it's just was so good that you have to forget it because it's just too sad that it didn't happen. But I think for you, two days later, you were singing with Wilco. Your well, favorite that's what I'm band. saying. Yeah. Well, this, I was with so, Wilco I think over if the you weekend. didn't have Wilco, but it's not this. you might still have Coppola in your hand. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So too many things are so happening. But when yeah. I was on F. Uh, Perfect Strangers. F Perfect Strangers. Perfect too. Boys Island. <laughs> but I was on Perfect Strangers too. I got asked to do carpool karaoke with um, a band that I was not into because I'm friends with one of the producers that works there. And she was like, Any chance you're a huge blah, blah, blah fan? And I said, I don't like blah, 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 but I'm sure you can find someone. I would love to do that show though. I'm a fan of. And then I said, uh, I gave her three choices and I thought, No chance for any of these people. And then she comes back with Wilco said yes immediately. And I. Called my parents right away. We were on the set, way to the set to Perfect Strangers. I called my parents on speaker because they got me into Wilco. And I told them um, about it. And then I went to set and I didn't talk about it or think about it after that because it was so, it was too much yes, excitement of like, this is like the biggest thing that's ever happened to me in terms of getting to hang out with someone who has impacted my life in such a profound way that I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And I talked to Chris, Chris, Con Chris Convey, my boyfriend is a huge Wilco fan as well. Huge, huge, huge. And one of the reasons why we got along so well and why I was attracted to him in the beginning. And he, I, I, I didn't tell him for three, it was like three days until I remembered three days later. I remembered. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone. It was, it was wild because it was too much. And if I was to stay in that, I wouldn't be present for perfect strangers. I couldn't have gotten on with my day because it would just have freaked me out too much. And after the weekend I had with Wilco, which I'm going to talk about either more today or tomorrow. Um, after Columbine? Yeah. Well, we're going to get to Columbine. Okay. Um, we're going to get through all of that. Sure we hit that. But um, I want to talk to about my Wilco experience because I want to <laughs> honor it and I don't want to move on to the next big thing, which I'm going to shoot uh, tonight. I'm going to New York because I'm shooting uh, Beat Bobby Flay, that show. 
And that's another really fun thing that could easily just like make me forget about the thing that just happened. So I don't want to forget it. And it was truly the most, the best thing that could have happened, happened with the Wilco weekend. And uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about Chris Rock. We're going to go to uh, to break and we'll come back with the news. Andrew! Coming in now. All right. We're back. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man. It's Monday, folks. You know what that means? It is Monday. I hope you're having all the swells. I'm sure Chris Rock has one on his face right now. <laughs> oh. Hey, now. I didn't write that. That was completely improv. Or was it? No oh, one knows. Oh, no. That Hello. Was good. Okay. <laughs> Take it to you. Noah. Noah. <laughs> all right. First story is, did you know that there are parents in Thailand who are trying to use science and technology to bring their daughter back to life? Okay. Just heard that physicists determined that information might be a sixth sense or no, a a matter. It might be a new form of matter that information is now could be qualified as matter, which is not something that was so, okay. Things, things are happening. Tyler Henry (laughs) is talking to dead people on Netflix. Tell me about this. Okay. So the two-year-old girl nicknamed Eins is the youngest person to be cryogenically frozen, preserving her brain moments after death in the hope that she would one day be brought back to life. I mean, science will get there. Let it go. Let it go. I know. You're frozen now. I <laughs> shot a thing with Marion and Luigi two weeks ago, and um, I was talking about my desire to have Marion uh, uh, taxidermied oh. next week. She's not she's not going to die next week but like I just want to have her put down because I think she, I just want to get it as soon as possible. You oh, know? I get that. Um but when she does die no I want to have her taxed and my dad is refusing. She looks more dead now anyways. I know. She already looks at is it weird to take these measures too early? To, I mean that is a way for me to keep her alive to me because when the the physical part of her is still there. Uh, Noah, what do you as think? Long as she gives you information. Texter me not so much, but like this whole process, I, I got into it a little bit and read more about it. And basically they extracted her brain and they're keeping her brain like they filled it with all these fluids and they're keeping it at a temperature that's negative 196 degrees Celsius. And it's it, they're just preserving it in this I like special band. center. Yeah. <laughs> in the hope like that like one a day way for Joe Rogan to like recover from a it's like Futurama. Workout. Yeah, it, it's I just, exactly I just, exactly that. It's Futurama. They're basically just like keeping her brain in like a jar. So what do they want to do with the brain? They want to. They're waiting for technology yeah. to catch up, and then they're gonna. Yeah, yeah, right. My question was though, like, if technology, let's say, uh, it happens like two hundred years from now, does that mean that this lab has to be open that long? Yeah, oh, I mean, the lease. Is what if they have to close expensive. down? What do they yeah. do with the well, bodies? I'm guessing that they're just gonna have, uh, you know, if if it closes down, it's you like it goes brain, in a landfill. Put it in a yeti. But uh, you know? put it in a yeti. <laughs> um, Throw it in a yeti. I feel like they. You would have to leave money so that it it. But, but you know, did you see? Uh, Don't look up at the end. They all returned to Earth after they were frozen and sent to space. Earth blows oh. up. They're frozen for thousands of years. They come back when the uh, Earth yes. has kind of regrown, and they land, and they're instantly like eaten by dinosaurs. Uh, like, this girl would wake up. Let's say her brain is regenerated, all her parents are dead. and then everyone's dead. I mean, yeah. it's just not. I mean, it's it really is. Death is really hard, and that's why I love that book that I just read, um, that I keep talking about by Carrie Egan, K E R R 
E-G-A-N. I forget the name. I think it's On Living, I think is what it's called. And it just talks about death and it really, um, it was a beautiful take on death that I've uh, been thinking about a lot recently. Let's get to the next news story. Okay. Put it on ice. A singer was hospitalized because she was on, she was not on farting terms with her partner. Okay, oh, so yeah. she was so she stopped up. Yeah, I had a joke about this about in my um, in my half hour that I did with Netflix about how when Chris and I broke up, he left. I remember he like we broke up and it was like that moment where it was really done and the door shut, <laughs> and I was just I farted for nine hundred years. Like it, it was also about like that that sound that you know sometimes I will hold in a fart around people that I don't want to fart in front of and your stomach will make that sound like the fart will get sucked back up and it's like yeah it'll make a sound of like you're your, hungry your stomach's eating your own fart it sounds like <laughs> but it sounds like it's growling yeah, like yeah. and I we used to do that and I'd be like oh I'm so hungry and Chris is like you just ate a bunch of beans like why would that's obviously not what it is it's so a sucked yeah. up fart but um yeah it's very painful to hold in farts and I think a lot of times my aggression I used to when Chris and I used to live together. I was so fucked up with my food and eating just such weird, you know, artificial sweeteners that just make you a bloated, like, jigglypuff. Like, I was just a balloon. I was like Macy's Day Parade, hot stomach, always gassy. Um, I was miserable because yeah. I was holding it in and I couldn't let it out. What do you... Do you think that's why people buy bad bigger homes? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, is that a reason for like an extra bathroom? Chris like, and I will always, if we ever move in together, we will get at least two bathrooms that's because we saying. like yeah. to do that kind of stuff separate. And um, and farting terms with your boyfriend. Noah, are you on farting terms with um, Avi? And if you are, what is it? Just like whenever, or do you have to warn each other? Um, we are not on farting terms. And it's because I learned my lesson from a previous relationship where there was mm. like no boundaries with that. Like we would literally like shit in front of each other. Yeah. And I think it just like takes away not the sexiness, but it 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 kind of yeah, uh, it blurs the line between like a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, or lover and, and and buddies. Exactly. And if you do fart with your it's fine. Mate, I don't want to hear a message from you being like, no, we have great sex. I get like, I understand that this is not, there's exceptions to this rule. But for yeah. me, I do think that it, it takes it into friend territory. And I used to yes. kind of get a little bit upset that Chris was so anti bathroom stuff because I pee with the door open. Like I'll pee with the door open with you. I respect that you have a girlfriend. Also, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to like leave it open, but generally like I, with my friends, yeah. I will just do it. And Chris is not my friend. He is my friend, but I want there to be a difference. I want to like, it's a level of respect. I wouldn't do that in front of someone I was, it's about respect, I think. What, what about you and Brenna? We fart in front of each other. I fart more for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get that. I definitely does get the idea. Does she warn you before she does it? Will she go like, I have to fart and then you'll laugh or will she just do it at this at, point? At one point we were there and now it's just, you know, I, I sometimes get woken up and try to <laughs> well, hit snooze different. and at it's her asshole. Different. At uh, night is different because you can't control it. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying in the morning I'll wake oh, up yeah. to a, they're still cute. They're still so cute. Yeah, they're so cute. But no, like I think the level for me is shitting in front of each other. I think mm. I think that's kind of where, and I know farting is just an appetizer for shitting in front of someone. <laughs> it's an amuse-bouche. <laughs> yeah, you want, you, yeah. Want, you want the mozzarella stick? That is true. When someone farts, you're like, there's a lot of shit in there. Like that's just, 
sometimes you smell a fart and you're like, you need to go take like that's in your a bunch of shit is in your body. But her farts, honestly, and I'm not just being like he's so cute, but they don't smell. Yeah. And I think if the like smell is definitely the smell a is the one that ends up yes. affecting it. But I I do think like shitting should let's keep that unless you're into that like you know a guitar player we know yeah you know yes there's yeah there's certain people out there that love shitting and scat play in bed um i do want to say though that like i um we can't it's the biggest blind item ever that we know this about a certain someone but i do want to say that um i think the comfort level like i was always i I'm just so happy with my relationship right now. I just want to say that because I always felt like there was a part of me like holding myself back because I was, I, you know, especially like I've, I, I equated like not being able to fart in front of him with a lot of other things. And now I can see the difference between not being able to fart in front of someone and also being able to really tell them anything, talk to them about anything, um, have them be able to handle like, me looking any certain mm-hmm. way like i i just it's so funny to have been with someone for off and on for eight years and to have it feel at this point like a completely new relationship like i have a boyfriend it's i'm so excited about it and people yeah, that in my life are like mountains. we've been hearing so about this cool. guy forever like it, it's no i can but see it, how it, it totally be, feels like a, a new person for sure but with all of the great history that we do have um I'm I'm just really like really happy, and I know that besties like to hear what I'm happy, but I'm just like so. You gotta happy. think about it, like yeah, you guys broke up 48 times, got back all that shit, but like people in, that are couples people change. Yeah, people you, are in yeah, relationships and it changes, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Yes. If you're still together, they're like, oh, this feels like we have a new lease. I know. On whenever someone love. says, I did this on my um in my act when people are like we've been together for 50 years and it's just like oh i feel like that's not a good thing no but my point like being like each other yeah 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 like you, we just yes, honored yeah. that we weren't getting and i reserve the right to for us to break up again like this isn't just but right now i just feel like when people say men don't change people don't ch- you know it's not that he ch- we both have changed and like we just you know what people don't change but people uh educate themselves and they um they absorb more information and they get they have a willingness to admit that maybe the way they're doing things yeah. isn't right people so is that need, changing though wait, wait, what do you mean I by mean, people don't change no, like, like the like, idea he of- still is who he is in the way he always is but what he has and what i have had is a willingness to say i might not be right i'm just gonna yeah. see if this other way of doing things works and I can always go back to my way, but maybe this other person who I think is 100% wrong might be right. And we need more of that, including with the Chris Rock thing. Like I want to consider that Will Smith was right. I want to I want to actually try that on for size, put that on, see how it fits, and like maybe open my mind to the thing that I know uh, is wrong. And I think that's why Chris and I have been able to reach this place is to go, maybe i'm wrong this is all about stuff. farting yeah it all comes down but no we still i just don't love do like this like epiphany and it's just yeah. re- it's like yeah i don't know he, but uh, yeah he does he does though hate fragrance and i just want to say i'm obsessed with this new fragrance that i got a sample of from sephora um when i ordered a bunch of stuff it's called clean i think i found my fragrance by the way a lot of besties sent me ideas and i just couldn't um i haven't it's called clean 
Reserve, and it's by Aqua Nero. No, I don't know, but it's it's called Clean Reserve. Aqua A C Q U A N E R O L I. Andrew, I want you to do a spritz of it, just one spray, because I, I have a little vial of it, and see what you think for a feminine scent. Just that was a lot. It's nice. It's soft, right? It's that's not too much. That's what I like. I, and I sprayed. A, I accidentally sprayed a decent amount, enough to get me um, broken up with. But oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is this? And I swear to God, it I feel was like once... it's not even like a female. It's like just a nice. My favorite spray is a spray you don't. It's like a haircut that you don't even know it happens. Does oh, that make yeah. sense? Is this count as that? Yeah, that were... counts as that. It's just it's on the tip of being too fragrancy for me. Yes, because you just sprayed it and you're spilling directly on your wrist. But if you were around a girl yes. that was just wafting yes. that from yes. her. Yes, but I don't like it. Yeah, I, an overfray. It could and be if a lot. If there are any fragrance heads out there, if you tell me what you think, <laughs> of, I want to know what other people think of it because I might be wrong. So and I only called? have one guy. It's called Clean. Clean, Clean Reserve is what is on the. No, bottom. I like it. I like it. Um, no, do we have another news item or do we want to move on to Steggies? Uh, no, let's do this last news item because I think. You really want to know this. After 35 years, Starbucks made a bittersweet announcement. Um, They're raising their prices every month for the rest of time. (laughs) No, they're doing away with their iconic white paper cup with its green logo of a two-tailed mermaid. (gasps) What are they going to do next? That is so... Into the Washington Redskins? (laughs) (laughs) What are they changing? Yeah, that mermaid has two tails. It's like cut in half she looks like you i think she could be not me okay all right so they're making changes in an effort to eliminate the billions of the white paper cups that end up in landfills around the world every year Mm -hmm. um and they're trying to eliminate hold on okay they're they're not recyclable by the way that's that is the worst part about those cups why would they not make because they the inside needs to be plastic for the heat Oh. I mean, obviously, there's a way to do it that they could recycle it, but it would cost money. Recycle. My drink has gone from five dollars and forty cents to seven dollars and eighty nine cents within two years. Every day, seven dollars and eighty four cents. Uh, no, I keep going. But Sorry, a kid gets a pair of Toms. <laughs> this is what's annoying about this to me: is they're claiming that it's an environmental thing. They're gonna save so much money by not making cut. What? Let, I'm just yeah. What guessing. are they gonna do? But at the I'm, same token, the Ivy's, price. The price that they're paying is people are not walking around with their, you know, that with cup a, a little and, billboard and, and the logo exactly. So they but are also losing that a lot of marketing. That logo might be contributing. The, the fact that they see that logo so much in landfills and on streets and like sometimes you see trash and it becomes like the face of trash, you know. And <laughs> oh. Starbucks cups are so the face of trash at and this if, point. If there's a trashy woman out there, it's a mermaid. They're the face of the backseat <laughs> of my car. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, Wait, wait, can we go back? What are they going to so do? So what are they doing instead of these cups? All right. So right now there's a pilot program called Borrow a Cup. And uh, the idea is that Starbucks will put your cup in a reusable cup that you take with you. And then you bring back to be professionally cleaned it's not and gonna used happen. again. They what? already tried this. It's not going to happen. What? This is all marketing. No one really cares about the environment. No one really cares. This, And, and I don't want to say no one, but companies as big as this don't care they care about money and it's greenwashing that's what it's called when a uh, company pretends to care about the environment it is a marketing ploy to go oh this is a good thing for the i'm gonna buy this because it's gonna wait so what do they do so you bring a cup in and they're gonna wash it for you 
It doesn't make any sense. Can you imagine asking if I was a fucking exactly. worker there? Well, they're going like, to have a certain like a probably a station where it's they put all these cups on and they just have to like press a button or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then how are you going to do venti grande depending on your cup? It's it's wild and I can't wait to see them roll it out and roll it back. I mean, this is <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be like Starbucks, I really I recently read a thing on Reddit that said a Starbucks employee wrote Seriously, why do you like Starbucks so much? An employee wrote that and was like, what is it? And I really, I saved it. Maybe I'll do it on Reddit dump tomorrow um, because it really made me go, why? And it's, I'm looking at it as I have an addiction to Starbucks, to caffeine, but to Starbucks, I have an absolute addiction. Yeah, It's a problem. And part of it is the green logo, the, the way the cup feels in my hand, the way the door feels when I swing it open, the way the music is blaring. Like it just, there's, it makes you feel at home a when little bit. When I make bit. coffee at my apartment with steamed yeah. milk, I have a steamer now because Robin sent me one. I have uh, you know, sugar-free vanilla stevia that I can put in. It doesn't taste the same. I don't know what it is. And um, Well, I think there's a lot of things. One, we like to pay for things because then I it tastes better. I love paying for things. What is that? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but God, do we feel good when we when we pay too much for an item. I love like i love spending money i really it gives me some especially on other people i like i like paying full price for something when it's like you know during the pandemic when my apartment that i was paying and if you haven't heard this number before i just i'm not trying to brag i got an apartment for 7500 dollars a month because i was balling i'd never it was double what i'd ever paid in my life for an apartment and i never lived in it and i had to pay 7500 dollars a month for 11 months i got out of it in the last month for 11 months, I spent that, and I never spent foot in that apartment. I Many people were saying, don't pay it. Just fight this. Get, there's probably a way to finagle out of this. And I felt good that I signed a lease and said, I'm going to do this, and I stood by my word. And I was telling Chris that the other day, and he was like, it was probably like a tr- like a fucking hedge fund that owned your building. Like you're just like yeah. giving money to these like criminals. Like it's yes. not like if it was like you know a guy named Noam who like owned the building. It's I one see, building. Yes. yes, yes. But it, it's not that. It's like this is you no. Know, it was Noam, and you're a piece of shit. Yeah. This is Sterling Holdings. <laughs> yeah. LLC. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, yeah. This is not. It's a shell of a company that yeah. actually killed. But there babies. is something yeah. I like about. When I say I'm going to pay something, I'm going to pay it. Yeah, no, for um, sure. I think, though, like with Starbucks, one, the efficiency. It's like if you had a drug dealer, right? Because coffee is a drug. Yeah. And you call your drug dealer and he's like, dude, I'll get back to you like two days from now. Oh, you wouldn't keep that drug dealer. You wouldn't keep that drug dealer. Or would you rather the drug dealer that you spend twice as much and you go, oh, you're outside already? How did you even know I was ordering? Yep. And that's what it is. That's all it is. It's efficiency. Smile and. Yeah, there's some nice people. There's Starbucks that we go to. There's it's a couple been, of people that work there that are the nicest so, fucking workers so nice. well, I've ever. I, you know, I'm on the Starbucks Reddit, and Starbucks is big about their partners, is what they call them. They don't call them like employees. Their partners being having like interactions, looking people in the eye, and I say fuck that. So I witnessed so much rude behavior. You fucking do you. But I will say that Starbucks employees are better at ignoring waiting little like harping customers, little Karens circling around the bar. They're better at acting like you don't oh. you're not there than, you know, it's Delta employees. Those are the two that are so good at having a conversation with the person they're dealing with or like working on. And they, they have no periphery. They have horse blinders on. They're great at it, I think as they, they need, should be. We got to go to break. Yeah, it's just to the double line. It's the out orders and the people in store. 
as a worker. The mobile orders. Is, oh, God. It's, uh, it's, any Starbucks employees out there, uh, I want to have one on as a guest. Oh, I yeah. really, if you worked at Starbucks for a lot of time and you have a lot of thoughts about it, please uh, send us a DM and we might feature you on the show. That is one thing I really want. Um, we got to go to break. Are we going to come back with, we'll come back with Why Do I Care? All right. Why do I care? Why do I care? All right. So I'm going to skip the whole slap and I'm going to go to Bob Saget was confusingly left out of the in memoriam segment. No way. At the Oscars on Sunday. No way. Talk about a slap in the face. Oh my God. Or hit in the head. Um, Holy shit. I did not know that. Um, You know what? That is. That's agreed. That is insane. Was it because he was never in a movie? Was he not in a movie? No, he was in he was in a ton of movies. Oh. And he was all, you know, let's talk about Half Baked. Oh, one yeah. of the best cameos ever. Yeah, you ever um, sucked dick He for... was an Oscar winner, apparently. Scoring what? a Student Academy Award in 1977 for his black and white documentary, Through Adam's Eyes. Okay, that is really, they better get him next time. Are you allowed to throw in them the next? Year I, they, I, they should. That is, they owe they owe an apology. That is insane. Um, I mean, did the freaking Oscars get a concussion? Man, I got really upset about Bob Saget all over again the other day. Like it just like, um, just you know, reports keep coming out about what could have happened to him, and you know, the coroner said it's probably not something that happened in the bathroom because. There are so many, if he hit his head on hard surfaces, there would have been blood. There would have been broken skin because of how badly he was hit. And there was a picture of the bed where they found him after they had taken him off the bed that has his imprint in it. It has all of his, like, has his, um, you know, ear, uh, AirPods. It has his phone. It has all of his things on, like, the side table, which really did make me go, okay, I need to start having a more organized room just in case I don't wake up and people, it ends up on Daily Mail. Because it was such a cute little like assortment. You could just tell he was ready for bed. You can see the, the, the part on the pillow where his head was, but the headboard was padded. And perhaps people think that he hit something very hard padded and didn't think of how uh, you know, damaging that yeah. could have been because it was padded. But also the front of his head was hurt too. So... I'm I'm very confused by all of it, and there's I just, another death. Did you see that the drummer for Foo Fighters? Oh died. yeah, I mean that was for some reason that terrible. dude. Even though I I can't really name what a more cutie. Than three, he had energy to him. Yes, this Taylor he's Hawkins guy, smiling, fifty years old. Dude, I don't know why I got so fucking sad from him yeah. dying, dude. Because I don't know, like it's someone. No, that I you saw just, a lot of people that didn't really know him got sad. Yeah, it was weird. It was a Doesn't weird. Matter. It was yeah. a weird death of me being like, I don't know why, but that guy seems so fucking genuine and so positive. And then did you, you write a song about it. I that did. I mock you for. <laughs> yeah, I wrote this song. Do you want to hear the lyrics? Yeah. Taylor, why the fuck did you have to do ten different substances at once? But you're still fucking rock and roll. If you ever die, they're gonna find ten different sauces in your body. <laughs> Dude, I went to, it's so funny you say that. I went to High Point. Have you ever been there? It's a very famous burger place in St. Louis. And I put more sauces in one and I like to mix, you know, I like a mix. Yeah, you did like a suicide. Oh, geez. That's how I want to die. Well. It was like sriracha mayo, honey mustard, mayonnaise, 
ketchup, the coroner's report, Taylor Hawkins, just fingernails, <laughs> everything was in just, there. He was there any substances in his body when he passed? We found up to twelve <laughs> sauces, including the Polynesian mustard that was from Chick Fil A, and he was eating. At <laughs> he actually died because he choked Chipotle, on the plastic. So we don't know how. Oh yeah. It, oh yeah. I was using. You're gonna have. You know they said they find plastic now in our blood, like plastic particles. Like a, like a whale. You have. Okay. You probably have like a fucking. Yeah. No, like a shark. When they cut open a shark, you're gonna have like a like a, a, a not a license plate, but the license plate like border that's plastic. Oh. <laughs> There's going to be unopened Polynesian sauces in Starbucks my cups. Starbucks. Oh, that's where they all went. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fun. A, a, oh net, a fishing net. Uh, a tea. Just like random shit. I mean, there have got to be things inside you that haven't made their way out yet. There's, You've had to have swallowed I have a fingernail baby in me. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like just a little what? little ball of fingernails. No, not a little. Of- I'm talking a full-on grown adult. Yeah, I'm preserving. I'm sure those make it your their way through. That's probably what caused your fissures. Those nails cut, slicing you on the way out. <laughs> Wait, oh, oh because you chew your he nails. He bites his nails. Oh, yeah. yeah and and you I swallow, swallow them, them or you spit them out? You swallow. It depends. Yeah. Depends on if I smoke a little weed. Depends on if it has sauce underneath <laughs> it, like crusted <laughs> on it, a little dollop. Um. All right, let's get to Monday's segment. Top one, bottom one, where we pick the top one and the bottom thing of a certain category. Today's category is um, modeled after what happened last night at the Oscars. Noah, what is it? So it's the best and worst or like the top one, bottom one take of the Chris Rock, Will Smith slap heard around the world. Yes, that is. um, I love that. Uh, We initially said tweets, but we're going to do takes. Um, Let's start with the best. I'm going to share mine first. This is from Krista Stefano. One of the funniest comics ever. If you don't follow him, he's uh, Chris D Comedy on Twitter and uh, I think on Instagram, Chris D Comedy, and he's he's just one of the funniest guys ever. And this is his take. One second. Is this his Anxiety Tuesday? Yes, this is. He does Anxiety Tuesdays, but they're never on Tuesday, and they're just him talking (laughs) really fast, and it's hilarious. And this is truly all that needs to be said about what happened. I am 100% on Chris Rock's side. I mean, really? You're going to slap a guy over a freaking G.I. Jane joke? I don't care what happened in your life before this. He's been making fun of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's relationship for a long time. It's like, yeah, because it's toxic. You can obviously see it's toxic. I mean, she publicly says she cheats on you all the time, and Will Smith's obviously in the closet gay, which is fine. Just come out, be free, be open, be gay, be happy. I mean, it's literally the most toxic relationship I've ever seen in my life, and that's coming from me. So I'm telling you, I mean, the fact of the matter is this, is the narcissism in the Oscars is disgusting. Why we are still glorifying actors and actresses is beyond me. I mean, dude, a hundred years ago, the people would honor kill themselves and their families if their kids came out and said they were actors. I mean, it's scum shit. You make them believe there's someone else I'm supposed to give you a million dollars. Fuck you. I mean, what are you talking about? I hate it all. I do have an audition later, so fingers crossed I get it. <laughs> I love he's just driving on 95 too while doing that. He's the fucking best. And um I just want to say a couple things about that. Uh yeah, I mean, I I had a bunch of tweets last night. I actually got called this or I got I woke up this morning like really famished and like I think I got like legionnaire's disease at my hotel this weekend. So I was like you know you wake up like coughing violently. And I look at my phone, it's 6 a.m. and Baba Bowie, uh Gary Delabate uh, texted me being like, Hey, any chance you could call in, uh, to Howard today. And, um, 
and and we want to talk about the Chris Rock thing. And so Gary that's calls so cool, me. That's so cool, by the way. You're on the list of comedians that they want to yeah. hear to take from. Like, yeah. I it was mean, nice. Yeah, anyways. Well, someone said, like, I'm not going to say what someone said. It doesn't what? matter. What? No, no, no. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you Guitar shit. And so, uh, Andrew. So, uh, I, I got to be honest, though. I was just like, I don't want to do this because I... Last night, I was tweeting a lot, and there were a lot of people going like, white people, you need to sit this one out. And like, oh, like, you, you just don't want to have a bad take that paints you like as a, a, just a Karen or like making, a lot of people were like, great job making this about you, Nikki. And I'm like, how was I making it about me to compare this to the Weinstein thing? And yes, I did compare it to the Weinstein thing because my point, and I told this on Howard, so I called into Howard, Howard was so sweet. Him and Robin were great. I even said the thing about, you know, a lot of people on Twitter saying white people need to sit this one out. And Robin was like, oh, give me a break. You know, like she even was like, and that was nice to hear. But I do, I do, when I hear that, when I see that, I go, okay, what's going on here? Like I need to maybe take a step back because I'm not the one to tell white people that I'm not the one to tell me when I need to sit down. It's going to be someone who's not me. So um, what I said though was, that uh, Ashley Heseltine had just written a tweet that said something like, "We just watched an entire room of people, entire room of people, just watch someone punch slap someone yeah. in the face, sit back down, and now he is on stage and they're giving him a standing ovation." And then I just wrote in quotes, you know, above that, and I said, "How did get Weinstein get away with it for so long?" Because that's everyone's question of like, everyone knew, not everyone's question, but people, whenever something like this comes out. People knew how did it get away with we just witnessed a room of people with their own eyes saw it happen. This isn't rumor. This isn't speculation. This yeah. isn't like it literally happened. Over, yeah. Eyewitness reports passed down. This is they all witnessed it. And then I no one in that room, I felt everyone just got on board and were like, uh, it was crazy. It was yeah. the most in denial thing. It was uh, and I it just shows you the power of Money, celebrity money greed if it were switched if chris rock had been the one to punch will smith he would have been <laughs> pulled out there. it's about will smith was more famous and it's and you know even andrew this morning goes can you imagine if bradley cooper would have punched chris rock if the response and i said it would have been the same he would have gotten away with it yes there would have been a more of a, a, race a race thing, thing on the other sure. side of it but in that moment in that room which is what we what which is what happens immediately following an assault is what it's the legal thing like that we just saw what happened they let him get away with it producers didn't pull him off set there wasn't like a jerry springer you know that no, guy come they over they fucking put more chalk on his hand bradley cooper would have been allowed too because <laughs> bradley cooper's more famous than chris rock like it, it becomes about fame yeah and, and power and money and that was so disgusting i joke that chris rock now has to slap someone less famous than him and about 15 people i'm gonna be getting punched in the face i'm really Earlier excited you said 18. i know <laughs> you're coming up in the ranks i like that about you you bring yourself up hey that was early in the morning you know me the two will be 12. my last when would you get slapped i just want to take a couple <laughs> oh, more sorry, takes sorry, on sorry. this good good yeah that i just want to say is that also 
Will Smith is going through a Kanye thing. We have a lot of empathy for Kanye, and I want to have empathy for Will Smith too because he is not in the right state of mind. To go so quickly from having so much fun and laughing at the very joke that you then punch someone over, and everyone's going, why is that an excuse that, that he was laughing at first? You can take a while to get, get hurt by something. Just because you are laughing at a joke doesn't mean that it can't hurt you later on. And I get that. I've laughed at things at first that I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't want to laugh at that. It was just... It was a knee-jerk response. You know when you trip on something and you get embarrassed and you like start yelling, you get really angry? That was what Will did. He got a look from his wife and he just, it was all, he, I, I have empathy for Will Smith in that moment. He had anger issues. He is seriously struggling. And then when you watched him get up and give that speech when he won for best actor, if you look at it, just a, a still image from that, and you saw that outside of this context, of him winning you would say that man is very very upset and sad right now there that was not a joyous moment for him at all he ruined his own moment it mm. i really feel sad for him because that was not the reaction of someone that is healthy in, yeah. in the mind and so i don't like how hollywood handled it but i do have empathy for will smith in that in that circumstance because anger got the best of him and he is not well He's not in it wouldn't surprise me if he goes to therapy later or to rehab uh either today or, or later this week um sorry i just wanted to get my uh kind of no I, I i'm just like thinking you know obviously his relationship has been in the news a lot about her she you know they're in an open relationship yes and that's that was a lot of people's tweet they're like oh you're mad about a joke but not her fucking other people which i don't think those are connected but i do it's think a good the, joke i liked ian had a joke that was like he can he lets his wife take a dick but he can't take a joke or something like i thought it was a good take i my wrote point that, though, oh, clearly relationship open relationships are so healthy and i'm a, i'm an advocate for open relationships open hand relationship <laughs> that's good thanks um, um what was your favorite take just that one no. <laughs> just your own no Segura just I just read one I mean he went a little uh edgy love it <laughs> uh Tom Segura I, it just came up on my thing while I was yeah for um he said fuck Will Smith this is simpler to what your point was about yeah. empathizing with him uh, <laughs> fuck Will Smith's candy ass smacking a dude four inches shorter and 50 pounds lighter he's just in his feelings because his bald-headed bitch been fucking around on him for years and he takes it we all know who he wishes he could slap wow hashtag cuck will wow i'm not saying wow uh <laughs> in a real way but that is i'm impressed by that like i was on edge last night tweeting I mean, because i was so scared that i was gonna say something wrong that was gonna get me canceled i erased my i told stern i erased my weinstein tweet because so many people were going like were and I go, how am I making this about myself? Why is, why, that's not about, I haven't been raped. I'm not, and I'm not saying that rape and slapping someone is the same thing. Who would ever think that? Yeah. It's about ignoring a bad behavior. And Howard, I was really happy, read my tweet today when I was on with him. And he said, you know, I loved this one uh, from Nikki. And this was my take that, um, and I, I was like texting with Chris as this was happening. And Chris actually really helped me form a lot of these opinions and was the first to like kind of put them in my head. So I want to give him credit. But I said, tonight's Oscars proved that Hollywood is alive and well, still doing what it does best, protecting and celebrating disgusting behavior. And that really, because there's this whole thing of like, is Hollywood over or movies over? And it's like, no, everything's fine. Like we saw it. We saw it in live time, like lifetime. Yeah. And um, it was just, it just yeah, shows me, this is the guy, Will Smith, who, you know, 
has a you know celebrity i got at one point where it's like he has a movie and they're bragging about the trailers they recommend and he's like he would have an indoor basketball court in his trailer for i his used bas- one of his trailers one time <laughs> what did they have an indoor basketball court no no but i it was really nice and they were like will smith has used this and it was like oh, oh this got the will stuff but i'm just saying this I is like a guy will smith. i'm not saying that I've always like yeah him. i'm just saying that this is a guy that hasn't been told no probably that in a joke while. was so stupid too yeah, i know G. and I guess Jane. what he didn't know she had alopecia give me a fucking break chris rock isn't gonna make a joke about someone people are so stupid if they think comedians purposely take something that is like a really sensitive issue and make a joke of it he what he didn't know he thought always had really short hair and that's that's what he was making a joke about and will smith could have handled this in any other way slapping someone that is not a appropriate response you only resort to violence yeah. when you are defending yourself from a violent attack as well there's the only time that it is okay and what about the 100 jokes before that if we show will smith's face of him laughing i loved amy jokes? jokes about uh like all the couples there will smith and and jada javier bardem and penelope cruz uh jake gyllenhaal and maggie gyllenhaal i thought that was amazing and you could tell that jake was a little bit like wanted to like someone said like you know jake because this is the the oscars dude but i don't bring those jokes to the oscars we're not getting to all the best okay noah what was your best take oh okay my best take real quick is from someone uh from richard marks and he goes, hey, the professional singer? comedians, be on notice. From now on, you need to make sure your jokes don't offend people, especially extremely attractive, famous, and exorbitantly wealthy people. Yes. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> yes. I um, I do think that comedians need to be on alert. I have always been scared on stage. I was in Canada last year, and a man came up to the stage to take pictures, and he looked so scary as he was approaching that I – started like running away because I thought he was going to shoot me. So I think that people don't take jokes well. And, and especially if their wife is offended on their behalf, they know they're going to have to hear about that on the car ride home yeah, for the rest yeah. of their fucking lives. It's going to turn this big thing. So they need to, and they don't know how to mitigate how to like, they know they need to do something and that's where it goes wrong. They, they have to do something because they're going to hear about it otherwise. And they're going to suffer because of their wife or the person that they're with is offended. And that's where you need to have a plan when you go to a comedy show. If something happens that offends you or the person you're with, have a plan that isn't violence. Just have one in the back of your head because you're going to want to do something. And violence is sometimes the easiest thing for a person unless you think it through already. Um, I I have had been offended at comedy shows and I um, I leave. I leave surreptitiously so that it's not like, oh, I'm mad, but, but I, I just I leave. I do slap the valley in the face. And then I make fun of them behind their yeah. back and I tweet about it later yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like that's what you do. Um, Stavros had a pretty funny tweet. He goes, I think the most important, Calcius. the most important takeaway here is that comedians are in danger. If Will Smith can slap Chris Rock at the Oscars, what is stopping a beloved millionaire whose brain has been scrambled by getting very publicly cucked from hitting me at Cucks. a comedy club in a strip club? Yeah. Or a strip mall. Let's oh, yeah. Mall. I mean, I have had... Like, what is going to happen? Gonna are happen. people going to fucking people are feel saying like they can come it's up? It's going to and- happen, and then some people are going, oh, yeah, comedians are now scared. Mark my words. I said it today on Chris's radio show. I called into that. When school shootings did not start happening until Columbine. This is the Columbine thing I've been wa- waiting to tell you guys. <laughs> it's not. Oh. But, like, <laughs> school shootings were not 
the way they are now. It got so much press that that became the thing that people do. It be, it showed kids that there is a thing to do. And copycatting, we copycat, all know this yeah. happens. This is about to start happening in clubs. Comedy clubs need to get more security. I'm gonna have more security at my own shows from now on. And I am going to pull back a little bit because I don't want to get punched. Well, here's the I'm thing. I'm scared of if my Nikki face skin being stretched. If you- <laughs> Honestly. If Nikki I saw says that still something, of Chris Rock's face being stretched. It looked like he was skydiving. If Nikki says something that offends you, you come backstage and you slap me. Yes. Okay? I have, I'm going to start bringing a, a person to slap with me on the road so that they can just get hit. Um, instead of a, an interpreter for sign language, which is what I should have learned from last night, is that I should have that on the stage with me all the time. I'm going to just have a guy that you come up and slap. We got to get to final thought. Let's get into our worst takes because I have one that I thought was so stupid. Um, there's a lot of worst takes going around. I asked actually um, my my followers to send some, but page six, you know, the gossip magazine oh, tweeted uh, this morning, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's secret to 20 plus years of marriage. And there's a cute picture of them snuggling. They're fucking trolling. They know Wait, what, what they're doing. It says Will Smith and Jada Pinkett oh. Smith's secret to 20 plus years of marriage. Also, uh, his son's tweet of this is how, this is how we do it or something like that. Mm. Jaden's tweet was also a, a stupid That's take. Um, very care. Um, anyone else got a, a bad take? I'm gonna look at our. I have mine. mine. Okay. Yeah. Noah, what what's yours? All right. So basically, like any take like this, Andrew kind of already mentioned it. I'm not gonna read who this is because it's just someone who went viral. Chris Rock is lucky. All the other dudes banging Jada didn't rush the stage. Oh my god, that was so funny. No, I think, I don't know. I almost retweeted that one. I thought it was, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not true, but like, can you, it was just Why a funny take of having it? saying like, okay, they're in an open relationship. If everyone that is like, don't talk about my woman like that, had that response. Yeah. It was, I, but I get, um, why, why to you was that a bad take? I just don't like that their relationship and their choices was brought into it when it's clearly an anger management issue right right that's it that, I, you, to I, you I just, as someone who's been to anger management you see this as a clear anger management issue 100 percent, 100 percent. and then the whole crying and stuff i mean uh, i think it's just like you know oh, it must have all thing. like hit him and stuff but usually when when people get so they get so angry and they get so out of control and then i think crying is like a mechanism for them to get the person who they hurt back on their side so yeah everyone was talking about how he was gaslighting us afterwards saying like you know love made me do it and then denzel had told me don't let the devil get you or whatever and it's like so chris rock so chris rock's the devil um i just want to say also there was some this is a someone sent me a link to all the worst takes someone said um uh i'd say will smith hits like a girl but i'm no biologist that was from tim young what an idiot um uh yeah, all the bad takes are saying it's comparing it to Trump, it's comparing it to, but I think that there's something here to be gleaned of like power makes us turn the other way. Yeah, yeah I uh, I wrote a thing on Instagram just mostly about how Chris Rock is going to turn this into making $35 million on Netflix. Yes, yes, and absolutely. I, I wrote like... I just was thinking of a pun of like what his special would be named and I didn't see this anywhere. And I wrote fresh prints on my face of Bel Air. Oh yes. Fresh prints. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like prints, like hand prints. I saw that a lot, but I, I swear. Of course you didn't copy that. Someone, I can we, 
This is where I'm. I'm someone trolled. just sent me a bad tweet. And they said, "What did the police find when they dusted Chris Rock's face? Fresh prints." Oh my god! <laughs> so I feel I feel bad that it's not the perfect pun, but I was just trying to think of a pun. Someone called me out for stealing, right in my comments, and then when I go, I explained how I wouldn't have stolen this, right? And then they go, "Wow, how can you come at me?" We got to stop this thing of like. If you comment on someone else's page and they respond to you, you can't then play the victim of being like, but I was just, you're a public figure. Like, you can't do that shit. And I'm sure it's happened with you where, like, people think they could just comment into the ether that you're not reading this. Yes. And then if you write back, you're, then they go, oh, but how you're so you, sensitive. Turn it on I was you, just joking. Yeah. Or like, yeah, how can you come at me like that? Yeah. Like, it's like, motherfucker, you started it. Uh, people you, who, it, it's just. It just blows my mind. I've but been anyhow. that person before who's come after someone, and then when they write back, I'm like, oh, shit, they saw it. So I get that mentality. Of, but we see. We don't have that many followers. Someone, <laughs> This was a cool one sent in from Facebook by one of um, my followers. Someone said, who do you think woke up this woke up with the worst headache this morning chris rock or me after 17 glasses of airport wine oh jesus christ oh. <laughs> rosebud did say that uh rosebud baker that we're all being dramatic thinking we'll now be hit on stage <laughs> that is great <laughs> but i will say that um i still think i get what she's saying yes comics can definitely be dramatic in these things and put it point it at ourselves but it people are dumb Yes. People are fucking dumb and they see that and they'll fucking copycat that shit. I've had people very angry at my shows heckling me in Someone ways brought that a were gun. What? Oh. To my show? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we don't really talk about that, but I'm glad Andrew and you know brought why? that right before of Columbine. You... Yes. Oh, we'll talk about that later on the next show. <laughs> Stay with us this week. We have shows all week. I'll be in New York for some of them, but tomorrow we'll be back here in St. Louis and you're we'll on tour then. And what? And you're on tour. And I'm on Winnie tour. Andrew. Oh my gosh, don't yes. forget I'm on tour very soon. Winnipeg, the murder capital of Canada, uh, Vancouver, <laughs> Austin, Irving, Texas, um, uh, Houston, Houston, New uh, Orleans, Philadelphia, uh, 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 or not Philadelphia, I'm sorry. Um, all, where else? Florida. Oh, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Fort Florida. Lauderdale. Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Nashville. Tampa. Um, I so always excited. feel like, can we do that though with Howard Dean's voice? Oh, yeah! <laughs> We're going improv. We're going to Irvin. We're going to Houston. We're going to Minneapolis. We're going to Winnipeg. We're going to. Yeah! <laughs> All right, fun? guys. <laughs> yes. If you don't know that, that reference, um, you are in your 20s. Uh, and go Google Howard Dean and why he lost the election. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you later. Don't be cut. And Jack yeah. Yeah. up uh, Chris Rock's face. Oh, God. Okay. Thank God we got one. Oh, good.